Hello and welcome to the Rubber Duck Dev Show. I'm Chris. And I'm Creston. I'm Ivan. And we are excited today. We get to talk about DR Tiled and some fun things that are happening in Dragon Ruby uh, with our friend Ivan Wildfiler. And um, he's he's joining us from way over in Eastern Europe. So I'm sure it's it's a bit late on his end of the world, but uh, we appreciate you being here, man. Um, really, really do. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, and welcome, chat. Uh, glad to see you all here, Levi, Sire, Zed. Um, all right, we got a good good crowd today, so we ought to have lots of good uh, interactions here. Um, I know Sire's been working with you on the the DR tiled quite a bit lately, and and going back and forth with you on the Discord. So, um, I'm glad he's here to ask the questions I don't know to ask. Uh, so, um, before we get into the meat of the show. It is time for Week in Review. Creston, how was your week? Super busy. Whole lot of consulting, uh, some other types of development. In terms of the game programming front, um, I got uh, now, as apart from traveling around to, to the system, you can now travel around to each what I call it, uh, each different solar system. I also got a basic inventory system started up. Um, so, yeah, so I'll be streaming that four o'clock tomorrow is the plan. Cool. So what about you? Well, I have been working on uh, the Dragon Ruby implementation of the wave function collapse algorithm uh, for... Um, uh, basically for auto-generating maps out of tile sets. Um, so it's it looks like a very simple algorithm, but when you start to actually program it, it, it gets to be a bit of a beast uh, because of all the weird looping and looking up you have to do on things and keeping track of neighbors and tile definitions and rules and all that kind of stuff. Um, so conceptually, it's it's a really simple algorithm, but mechanically, oh my gosh. Uh, but I think I finally got the basic algorithm cracked today. Um, so if anybody out there has any thoughts on that, that algorithm, um, I've got a forum in there with a link to the, um, to the repo. Um, feel free to look through it, give me feedback, throw PRs up there. See what you what you can do with it. I've still I'm sure there's still lots of optimization and tweaking, and I've still you know I've got R spec tests in there to test it, but I don't have a front end visual thing in DR yet. So I've still got to do that. So, um, you know, and one of the things that I was as I was looking at DR tiled, I was thinking, you know, I could probably use that to make the tile set, the source tile set that I use to feed into the WFC algorithm and have it generate those things so i may be talking to you ivan about uh about some things there um but anyway that's that's kind of been the highlight of my, i mean work has been kind of admin -y, you know doing all the cleanup admin bleh. so work just hasn't been <laughs> hasn't been a ball of laughs this week but uh how about you ivan how was your week it was a strange week because uh, right now at work we are like 
migrating from our old accounts to corporate accounts and it was not, not very fun week <laughs> no, nothing works uh, a lot of oh. problems but it's fine that's 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 the pits um unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately not a lot of time to work with style or dragon ruby so. well but now now you have a good opportunity to sit and talk about it for an hour with with nothing else to worry about right <laughs> so yeah so that's good um chat i hope you're having a wonderful week uh hope you guys are are having all kinds of fun uh sire i know you're in there beating your head against the wall about map links but um you know it, 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 you're getting it i think <laughs> so anyway let's talk about tiled let's let's first talk about tiled right so this is kind of the root of dr tiled so it's tiled is a is a an app so kind of tell us about what this does and what it's used for basically tiled is like a level editor for games so it's i think it start with uh, like map editor mm -hmm. where you can create map uh, from tiles in with different types orthogonal or isometric maps or hexagonal maps but uh, it has uh, a lot of uh, features that helps to create not just a map but like uh, level with links some some links for uh, like be between zones to like for example teleport uh, player from one part of the map to another part or uh, you can add uh, some different properties and uh, zones collisions oh, oh interesting so you, so you can actually put like the collision rules and stuff on in there yeah you can uh, put in uh, collisions in different way like you can uh, create uh, collision objects for uh, each tile in tile set or you can create uh, collisions on uh, map level like for the whole map like with polygons or circles it's hardest cool. part for dragon <laughs> ruby yeah circles coming in 2034 2042 when was it sire when are circles coming what what decade soon soon yeah. enough <laughs> yeah <laughs> 2045 that's right hey seth how you doing um so dr tiled then so this is this is your baby and um yes what is so what makes this the dr tiled what what are we doing here above tiled for dr it, it uh, starts uh, like a library for loading uh, like a tiled format okay is that the, the it, it has uh, export uh, feature to csv file or to json file but uh, at point uh, when i uh, create this lib 
like export to csv file it's like a bunch of numbers and not very helpful uh, and uh, the problem was uh, you need to link between uh, your uh, sprite sheet or sprites to tiles like manually and uh, i was working on the game for nokia gem mm -hmm. and i created map in uh, tiled and uh, at this point i worked with uh, export to csv file and it was like a mess <laughs> a lot of custom code uh, and it's like uh, half of the game was uh, code to load oh boy the map so i decided to create a library there was a library to load uh, for ruby there was a gem for Tiled, but it uh, used uh, Nokogiri and uh, mm. it's like <laughs> it will not work in Dragon Ruby. So I decided to write some pr prototype. So it, it was uh, at start uh, like just library to load uh, map, and it was all. But uh, for debug reasons, I add uh, like abil ability to render the map, and it becomes like <laughs> the biggest part of the library. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so we kind of got a you got an example here on the um, on the repo. Um, so, this is the actual map editor, right? Yes. Yeah. So, um, and it, are you, is this running in DR or is this a separate app? No, it's separate app. Okay. And then, so, and you create the, the tile sets in here and then export them out. And then you have the facility to import them then into DR. Uh, uh, you don't need to export it's like uh, tiled format you just save oh files. okay so the the tmx that's the tmx format right yeah yeah so tmx DR... for maps and tsx for uh, tile sets ah okay that is very cool so let me ask you this, as we're talking to this, I'm, I'm getting all kinds of ideas spinning in my head here because um, there is, you know, with the, the wave function collapse algorithm that I'm working on, what I'm wanting to do is have a, a just a tile map, maybe something like this, you know, and it gets divided into however by however many tiles. And each of those things has a rule associated with it that basically says, mm -hmm. that, you know, these tiles can be to the south, these tiles can be to the north, you know. And what I'm wondering, I'm, so obviously this is a really good way to generate the tile map itself. And I would assume that I could probably, that, that the TMX format is going to have a way to like chop this up into individual tiles, right? Uh, actually, uh, Tilet uh, Tile Set uh, mm -hmm. support uh, it was called uh, 
trains, but uh, right now it's like one set where you can uh, like create rules uh, which tile can connect to which tile. And, mm. uh, you can do it visually, like this border can connect with this type of tiles, and uh, uh, you can generate maps inside tile according to these rules. And maybe you can use uh, this format to uh, use in uh, wave function collapse. I'm not sure it's working strangely. I never. I was not able to create correct rules to work inside tiles, tiles. So, but yeah. maybe you can do this. Huh. So that's something I'll have to to try to sink my teeth into, um, because that I think for game developers who are interested in generating um, random maps like procgen maps. This would be a good combination of tools using this with the the WFC algorithm, um, but this seems like a really good way to get your tile sets together that you feed into that. Um, so, hmm, I may be talking to you about quite a bit of stuff uh, in in the near future here, Wildfire, because <laughs> I need okay. to get uh, I need to get this implemented. Um, yeah. Because but, I know there's uh, a number. Actually, go ahead. You you, you can uh, put uh, rules for uh, tiles again in, in the tile set. You can uh, for each tile uh, add custom properties, and you can uh, put rules here. So you can uh, link uh, in in uh, in this property. You can link to another tiles. Oh. So you can select that. Uh, at the north, uh, these tiles are oh. an option, and like this. So that's just perfect. All right, I may have to do a little little work on the WFC input to to get it to recognize the formats differently. But I think this is. I mean, I don't want to reinvent this wheel. You've already invented this wheel, so I'll just use this wheel. <laughs> um, awesome. Uh, so, chat, um, what kind of questions do you have while you're here about DR Tiled and, and things you can do with it? What kind of things have you done with it that that we'd be interested to know about, right? Because this is, this is a library. How are you using it? Um, I know that, that it gets some extensive use for, from some people. So, how do you use this, Ivan? Uh, <laughs> like uh, my main problem with Dragon Ruby is that I don't have a lot of ideas so I'm just <laughs> experimenting with uh, different map formats and uh, my last experiments was I trying to create a platformer mm, and cool. uh, like I, I create a map in uh, Tilet, uh, and uh, I use uh, tile set to uh, for uh, player sprites. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. I use Tailored 2. I just create tail set with uh, player sprite sheet. Okay. I uh, add animation to this tile set. So this state uh, have animation from these frames. Oh, neat. And uh, like uh, I give uh, for uh, each tile, for each starting tile of animation, I gave uh, name and this name, it's like state of, of the player, like idle, running, something and uh, when i load from code i don't uh, hard code uh, tile ids or uh, sprite co coordinates i just use names nice so, and if i need to change something i just change in sprite sheet and uh, maybe i made some changes to uh, tile set and it just loads to to the game so so the the definition that the tmx file carries more than just the the tile set itself it carries a lot of extra information that you can use yes you, right? you can add uh, anything you can add uh, even links to files wow regular files so for example if you have uh, some shop here you can uh, create inside map, create link to items list in the file. And uh, you can load this file from the code. You don't wow. need to have code, anything. Wow, okay. Um, so uh, chat, I, I will at some point soon be working on a uh, extension for the WFC to read in the DR tiled formats and and use that information or you know if somebody out there wants to wants to help work on that uh, I'm not I'm not probably smart enough to get away with that but um, I'll sure I'll sure set up a repo I can go that far um, so when you were doing DR tiled what was kind of the hardest part of putting that library together XML format. <laughs> it, it is always pain. So, yeah. And uh, in uh, Dragon Ruby, it's like converted to some hash and uh, it differs from the Nokugiri format. Mm. Oh, that's that's fun. So it's it's really just the the file formatting that caused you the most problems there that's surprising. yes uh, it's uh, a very simple format but uh, like and uh, it has uh, good doc documentation yeah it's like uh, rendering part was uh, not very hard it's at the start before uh, objects but uh, I don't remember who created a pull request with uh, rendering polygons and uh, circles. And it helped a lot. Oh boy. So I don't, yep. I don't need to deal pull with this. Pull requests are always nice. Yeah. 
you hear that chat and, and the <laughs> and the isometric maps was a lot of fun when you need to draw a circle as a metric perspective <laughs> it was a lot of fun because i uh convert uh, like line coordinates to like from orthogonal a tilet uh, save all coordinates in orthogonal format oh so huh. in uh it's uh, like it stores map like it's a regular uh, rectangle map okay and you need to convert or uh, all, all coordinates uh, when you render stuff so as far and, as dr uh, tiled is concerned it's always an overhead map yeah yeah, yeah. but uh at the rendering stage it's that that's when the math hits <laughs> yeah and uh, the problem uh the pilots to, uh like uh top left uh, corner is uh is zero zero Mm -hmm. and uh, dragon ruby has the uh, bottom left and uh, it gives a lot of confusion i i just dealt with that with wfc because what you feed in there is a is a, a 2d array of tiles but because ruby's arrays you know it's zero zero at the top left and i'm trying to convert that to zero zero at the at the bottom left and i'm like it was breaking my brain for we're trying to trace that. Yeah, and yeah, I used to uh, zero zero in the uh, top left format, and uh, yeah. like I used like fifteen years ago to this effect, and right. very hard to switch. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, so I I have a basic question or a noobish question. So. This DR tiled says it's a tiled map loader. So all it does is it loads a pre-existing tiled map. Is that correct? Like it's it's not yes. an editor. Uh, yes, correct. So what do you use to create the tiled maps? Do you do you use that tiled program that you showed, Chris, or are there other tools that you can use to create tiled maps? Uh, I think this is only one. Okay, so so basically, it's designed to work with the format that Tiled produces. Yeah. To load and okay, okay. So the workflow is you create your Tiled map in Tiled, and then you can use DR Tiled to load that into. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Sorry for the basic question. <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah, because I know was it. Godot and Unity has uh, support for tiled maps. For that same TMX now, format. Dragon Ruby too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, so tiled generates the TMX files, which are essentially XML files, if I understand right. Mm -hmm. They're basically just XML. Um, and then you are your library takes those tmx files and pulls them in parses them apart and and does nice things for dragon ruby 
with them. Yeah, it uh, allowed to access uh, information without uh, dealing with tiled format. Yeah. So it's like uh, you get a map object that has layers and layers had uh, tiles and you can access by coordinates. Or... So I, I guess there's like a lot of layered information in there and, and like nested objects and stuff that you have to kind of pick apart mm -hmm. and pull out. Right. So, um, so Sire says, yeah, his Zelda stuff is all using the DR tiled, uh, and yeah, custom properties are sound like they'd be very powerful. And I'm really my head is just back here spinning on what what I can do with this in combination with the WFC stuff. Um, that's gonna be nuts. Uh, I hope. <laughs> that's yeah. So expect a lot of pings from me on Discord there, Ivan. It's <laughs> Yeah, I would love to hear. <laughs> um, so Sire Monkey patched a draw function for his uses. You mean draw on the DR tiled itself? Is he talking about the fact that zero zero is at the bottom left as opposed to the top left? Monkey patching that. Oh, that no. Well, in 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 the library we convert uh, all coordinates, so it's like uh, Dragon Ruby friendly. <laughs> so so you're helping us out. Thank yeah. goodness, because that. I mean, I get why they did that. It makes sense, right? If you're if you're down here and you want to go up, you add one. If you want to go right, you add one. That's I get it. But man, when you're trying to convert that from take your mental picture of a Ruby array. And turn that into a DR map coordinate system. Turns your brain upside down. Yeah. And uh, in the tilet, there is uh, another problem. Uh, objects uh, can have like uh, different pivot points. And you need to convert uh, like X and Y uh, not 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 x but y coordinate to uh, their tilet but after that you need to convert uh, like uh, for the polygons uh, coordinates uh, like from the pivot point not uh, absolute values but uh, relative values and you need to switch them to <laughs> it's like yeah so, um, oh, so Cyrus says he added a draw function to the tiled map object. Uh, okay, so, th so the map can just draw mm. itself. Because um, DR tiled is basically a, a data structure, yeah. Yeah, because you're, you're essentially just reading the XML in, parsing it apart, and turning it into, I'm assuming, like a hash. Uh, not, not a hash, uh, it's mm. like... Uh pure Ruby object and oh. uh, uh, you can uh, get uh, sprite class uh, there is a method that returns sprites that you can feed to the output sprites dragon ruby and it will draw a map oh cool and, uh, so 
so DR tiled is is really nice, and I really appreciate the fact that you did that because I'm gonna I'm gonna make a lot of use out of that in the coming weeks, um, and I'm I'm very very glad that I didn't have to do that. <laughs> so so thank you for that. <laughs> so um, so let's switch topics a little bit. I'm kind of interested to know um, what kind of things you you like to do with Dragon Ruby and what you're kind of looking forward to with Dragon Ruby or things, projects you'd like to work on in the Dragon Ruby environment. Mostly games. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to say. Yep. Like, I don't want to create uh, some game. I just uh, love to experiment uh, with like gameish style. So, so not like doing a production game to sell, but to playing around and figuring out systems and understanding the technology and and just digging into it. Yeah. Hobby programming, basically. Yeah, I I love to experiment with code, and uh, I love to explore how to do something. And uh, like I always curious, yeah, about and... how people create worlds in like for RPG games. Oh, see, I love I'll that too. Different uh, locations, like links, locations, and yeah, and trying to. Yeah, that's that's really fun. I especially like the like the, the procedural generation part and being able to get a a different outcome every time you go in. Um, yeah, before Dragon Ruby, I uh, write a lot of. Uh, like prog and stuff, but like very simple. But uh, I always want to create uh, like big worlds that looking like real world. Oh, yeah. And uh, after I tried Dragon Ruby, I switched switched to tile it and start to work on their tile it and <laughs> the problem right now i want to generate maps but uh it's like map editor and you need to draw it by hand ah we can work on that i've got a solution in mind that we will both love i think um because you've got the front half of what i have in mind and i just made the algorithm for what you're wanting to do so we put those together, you know, and it's like like peanut butter and chocolate. We're gonna make us a nice Reese's peanut butter cup here. Uh, it'll be great. <laughs> um. So yeah, Zed, that that is a a good answer. Games. What do you like to do? Games. <laughs> <It's> just, yep. <laughs> and I, I think that is it's it's really fun to program games. I mean, I've been doing web dev for I don't know since since my clay tablet expired but um it, i was getting a little burnt on that and games really kind of rejuvenated my love for programming because it's a very different way of 
of thinking about it, and it's also a a fun thing to do because you can get something that you can actually play with. At the end. Yeah, and uh, right now I'm a backend developer, and uh, it's like I I'm doing stuff, but I don't see. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, very very hard when you when somebody asks what I'm doing, like. I'm doing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and when you work on uh, game-related stuff, you change some code and you see the result right away. Yeah, that is... Fun experience. Yeah, because I do a lot of the, the back-end platform stuff at my day job, and you're right, it's... Yeah, great, I wrote some code and it probably does a thing and then passes a test, but what do I look at? It's no fun to look at, you know? Especially when you are refactoring something or uh, working on performance and uh, like, you did it okay, but nothing changed right. <laughs> from the user perspective. Yet, yet in DR, when you're doing a game, working on performance is actually exciting. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, my first attempt was I get like five FPS in the first hour. Oh no! <laughs> and I don't know what I did wrong, but it was very slow. Yeah. It was very fun to speed up, and especially it 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 was fun because uh, player was moving slowly with. Low FPS, like not skipping frames, but so. And uh, when you improve uh, FPS, you get a faster player. Yep, for sure. Yeah, Levi says that uh, working on optimization could be scary. Um, no, oh. see, Levi, that's why I, I do the live streaming, so you can come on there and think through all the scary bits and just tell me the fun answers. See. That's that's why I do that, because um, you know chat has the big brains. So, um, so something I'm also interested in, and and you know we've in Discord we ask this question of people a lot when of new users when they come in, um, which is, what's your what's your favorite game to play? Your favorite two D game, or maybe some of your favorites if you have multiples. I have multiple, like uh, RimWorld was the last like favorite game I spent, don't remember, around 300 hours. Oh boy, yeah. Oh, I love RimWorld. Which, which yeah, is... The, uh... Go ahead. Uh, I started uh, exploring uh, pathfinding algorithms to create something like RimWorld, but uh, like it's different. And uh, I uh, post a video and I have uh, on itch.io example of uh, multiple agents with multiple sources and multiple destinations. I don't remember. Cool. 
Yeah, and that's what I mean. Cave Lords is kind of I'm modeling it after RimWorld because I really enjoy that style, and but I really like figuring out the systems in there and how they get that stuff to work, and and mm-hmm. you know all the all the the logic and the AI and the pathfinding is that's that's what really intrigues me about those games. Um, and when I'm playing them, I'm not sitting there playing. I'm having fun. I'm sitting there playing, analyzing the logic and stuff, and trying to figure yeah, out, okay, yeah, yeah. how would I do this if I were to write it? You know. So yes, same for me. Yeah. Um, I played a lot in uh, Diablo first part, like second and uh, third was not very interesting for me <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> So just the but first I Diablo. Love, uh, Diablo and Hellfire from origin. Bomb. Yeah. So Sire does that. Oh, I wonder how they implemented this thing to yeah. I I think that's gonna be a fairly common theme in, in our Discord. We all seem <laughs> to want to know how did they do this and how do I make it better? Uh yeah, writing games changes the way you see games forever. That is that is an absolute fact. Because I can't just sit and play a game anymore. I just I, I sit and analyze every one that I play, mm-hmm. you know, um, which which is fine. I mean, that's how I get the enjoyment out of those games is looking at different. I always want to get different games and say, okay, well, what did they do different and how did they do it and you know, that's that's kind of fun and exciting. Um, so what kind of things do you do to? kind of keep yourself excited about game programming because even with hobby programming sometimes you can get burnt out right you can, you can get to the point where i just need to i just need to take a break from this for a hot second um <laughs> i'm taking a break <laughs> yeah. and this is a big problem for me because uh like uh i work as a programmer my hobby is a programming stuff and uh, like I don't know how to rest from this I I think you always thinking about programming and uh, like when I tired of this I just need to go go out and yeah. take a break just not be around a computer for a while right yeah and that is i mean i i hear that that is kind of hard because you know i my hobby is programming now i actually have a lot of hobbies so i tend to to cycle through them but um you know i do i do always come back to programming because it's what i've spent 30 years doing so Mm -hmm. that's what i know but um Right, you know, working a day job, spending spending full time during the week programming to put food on the table, and then relaxing by spending the rest of your time programming <laughs> can get a little tiresome. Um, yeah, even it, when... it is still fun, but uh, you need to switch to something. Yeah. Czar says, the only thing I don't like about taking a break when I come back to it, I have to scratch my head and ask what I was thinking and what does this code do? This is this, that 
exact thing is why I write tests. Because when I come back to it two weeks later and I go, what was I doing? I can read my test. So, see, Sire, that's another good reason to have tests. I know I'm kind of in the minority of, of testing things, but on the Discord, but, you know. Right now, I'm trying to encourage people at work to use TDD mm -hmm. because right now everyone is writing tests after the code. And, uh, it's usual stuff when you comment half of the controller and zero codes are affected, <laughs> zero tests are affected. Oh. So, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> but uh, I, I don't know why for some reason I didn't uh, write tests for Dear Child. I want to add them, but it's like too late. Well, I mean, you know, never too late. Never but too late. No. <laughs> and, and you know, I started the WFC thing. I said, I'm not going to bother putting our spec in here. I'm just going to write it. It should be fine. It was not fine for me. <laughs> so I had to go back and put our spec in and said, all right, let me start again with my, my comfortable test-driven design paradigm and get it right. And it took way less time once I started writing tests for it, surprisingly. Mm -hmm. Well, not surprisingly, but... A lot of people that would be surprised by that. But I, I just can't do it without a test suite, I've discovered. The problem with uh, RSpec is that uh, I need to rely on uh, XML reading function from uh, Dragon Ruby. And, right. Uh, it's not present in Ruby. Right, which is... I, I'm... I'm also excited about something that I'm getting ready to start working on with Fair. In he wrote that the DR Dragon Ruby checkers, which is kind of bringing uh, RSpec like DSL into Dragon Ruby native. And so on the the WFC, I'm going to implement a set of checkers tests. Once I get all the RSpec tests working, I'm going to parallel a set of checkers tests in there, and we're going to work back and forth on that. So. For those of you that do like TDD and you love Dragon Ruby, we may be approaching a place where we could get some RSpec type testing into Dragon Ruby. Um, so, you know, look look forward to that. In fact, um, reach out on the Discord to me or Fair and and help us do that because it's going to take a bit. But I really would like to see that happen. So wait, I thought there was a test framework available to use in Dragon Ruby. There is, but it's more like a unit test that that kind of language. So Checkers kind of puts a uh a different DSL on top of that that's more naturalistic like RSpec. It doesn't copy RSpec's DSL, but it's it's a DSL like that. So essentially Checkers is just a DSL that sits on but it still executes the testing framework included with Dragon Ruby or that's my, Ruby. That's my understanding. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I, I just never could get into like the test unit type um, syntax. It just never worked in my brain. Assert. Uh, Assert. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, 
it just uh i don't know i just i don't like it yeah i, I sounds I, like a next generation thing make it so yeah that's right assert <laughs> uh so I'm 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 really excited about having a DSL that could look a lot like our spec inside Dragon Ruby. That'll that'll really uh, I'll probably if if we can get that working right, I would leave our spec behind and just do everything in the native. Um, I didn't check it, but I want to try it too. Yeah. So anybody out there that's interested in the testing stuff. Uh, check out that Dragon Ruby Checkers from Fair and and start playing with it. So, um, assert it takes polynomial time to find the minimum distance between an arbitrary number of points. Listen, you and your math words, <laughs> wacky new age programming languages will find a way. You know, Ferocious Fiend loves to get into the the general English channel and Discord while I'm there and start throwing out math words and watch my head explode. I don't know why that's such a hobby, but <laughs> it seems to be. Uh, so, um, uh, yeah, Levi, I know you like that too. <laughs> Anytime Levi can give me crap, it's it's a good day for Levi. Uh, um, yeah, and Levi's been writing up some some little guides on things. Uh, I'm excited to see that. And good job on those, Levi. I. I really do appreciate you doing that. Those are good, good guides. I like them. Um, all right. Well, we're coming up on time, um, which is a shame. I've really enjoyed talking to you, Ivan, and, and meeting you and getting to see you after talking to you on, on Discord and the, you know, just texting back and forth. It's really nice to actually talk to a real person here. Um, one, of the, one of the best things about this show for me. Um, is getting to meet you all. Um, but I I do very much appreciate you taking time and being here, uh, coming on the show and talking to us about DR Tiled. I really appreciate the fact that you created DR Tiled, uh, because that's going to be super helpful for me personally uh, over the next few weeks. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, Levi, writing native storytelling is also a good place to discuss math. Right, yeah. Just anywhere but the math channel, right? Um, or or follow Chris around to whichever channel he's hanging out in and start spewing math words. Break his head. Math, math is like a universal language, so why not? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm because I'm not smart and it makes my head hurt. <laughs> That's why not. Uh, so. Uh, I really hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, to, oh God, sire! Don't give him ideas, Levi. There's no RDDS Discord. Don't, there's, mm -mm, there's, there's not one. I promise. <laughs> um, <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, if you did, please like and subscribe. Uh, we are almost at 300 subscribers on YouTube. I honestly, I mean, that's. Not a big deal in the grand scheme of things, but it's a big deal for me. I never thought that would happen, so uh, we're just a few short. So if you've got friends, um, I don't, but you probably do. So uh, let them know about our show and get them to subscribe on YouTube, because if I hit 300, um, I'll sing a song. So there you go.
Um, it's a deal. So you don't have any real life friends that would watch. Oh, boo. Well, uh, you better find some if you want me to sing, sire. So, you know, there's your challenge. Um, so you can just subscribe. So That's right. Go you, just go troll on Discord and get everybody on there to subscribe. That'll that'll get us past 300. Um, which song? I don't know, Zed. I will I tell you what. You guys give me suggestions in the Discord and we'll we'll take oh, a no. vote. Here we go. Has to be something I know, but, you know. Um, <laughs> Sire gonna unsubscribe. I, uh, all right, yeah, and we're we're done with this show. You guys are too much. Um, so I we will see you. Let's see who we've got. Oh, uh, next next Thursday we've got um, Nick Schwederer. Schwatty. Sh is coming to talk about um, uh, Scarpe Diem, which is kind of his their implementation of the old shoes desktop Ruby for desktop type thing. Uh, so that should be really interesting. They're releasing that, um, and uh, he he's a he's a good guy. He's a lot of fun. Uh, and then tomorrow, Creston will be on at what time? Four. Four o'clock. PM Eastern, so that's eight o'clock GMT. Um, doing his live programming stuff, so you guys come hang out with us there. I will, I will most likely be there because I never step away from my computer. I'm always here. Um, but um, come hang out with us there, and then I should be back next Tuesday. I'm sorry I missed this Tuesday. Real life happens sometimes, but I'll be back next Tuesday. Um, working on cave lords some more uh thank you again wildfire for for hanging out with us uh had a lot of fun i hope you enjoyed it um uh, thank you chat thank you yeah you guys mash all the buttons and ding all the bells and we will see you tomorrow happy programming happy programming bye